0: Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the word of God. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you today. I have a question. Do you ever try to find, do you ever find yourself trying to hide from God? Okay, you're just thinking that he doesn't see or he doesn't, um, he doesn't know what's going on. You know, the truth is that every road leads back to him. When we try to hide, when we think he's not present, when we're trying to run from him, every road actually leads back to him. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. So again, do you ever find yourself trying to run from God? I think we probably all do at one point or another. Before we dive into that, I just wanna take a moment. Welcome everyone, especially those of you who are joining us for the very first time. My name is Ruth Hendrickson. I run RHM International Ministries, Our heartbeat is to see the body of Christ really set free so that we can walk in the plans and purposes that God has for us. When we walk in the plans and the purposes that God has for us, we're going to impact our families. We're going to impact our cities. We're going to impact our nation. We're going to impact the world for Jesus Christ. We're going to see people coming into the kingdom. We're going to see signs, wonders, and miracles. But we have to be set free and we have to understand our identity. We have to get rid of those old wounds, those old hurts, habits, and hangups. So if you want to learn more about the ministry and see what resources we have that can help you, I want to just invite you to visit the website. It's ruthhendrickson.org. You'll find all those resources, also different ways to connect, ways that you can get some healing yourself also, or be trained to minister to others. So again, that website is ruthhendrickson.org. All right, here we go. Um, remember as a child playing hide and seek, you think of that favorite hidden spot we tuck ourselves in, you know, hoping that we wouldn't be found or think of a little child, think of the little, little ones, you know, and, uh, they'll, you'll, you'll tell them you're going to play hide and seek or, or think of the concept of peekaboo. Okay. And so they cover their eyes with their hands and, and they think that cause they can't see you that you could not see them. And sometimes I think that's how we are with God. It's like we're the little kids who who cover our eyes and we're like, oh, you can't see me and and you're standing right there. But because we can't see you in that moment, we assume that you can't see us. Can you relate? I just chuckle every time I think of that because um, actually I was reminded of that recently. We have a cat that's only about a year old and we had some uh, family visiting actually. So there were strange people in the house, strange noises. And he was kind of hanging out in the basement hiding. I came down a couple of times and he'd come over to me and, you know, but I, you know, I always found his hiding spot. He'd always give himself away because I would call him and he would meow at me. Um, but I was holding him. I was, I was sitting here holding him and somebody came down the steps and he just freaked and he's looking around. He couldn't find anywhere to hide. So what he did is he went, And this, this basket, this small basket was on the floor and the cat goes and sticks his head in the basket. And of course the rest of his body is out behind the basket because the basket's so small, literally all that will fit in is his head. And so that's where he stayed thinking that he can't see anyone else. So nobody's going to see him where in fact, more of his body was sticking out than what was in the basket. So of course, anyone who came down could find him immediately. But sometimes that's what we do. We're trying to hide from God and we go in to close our eyes and we stick our head in a basket or, you know, pull the covers up. But yet he can still see us. He knows exactly where we're at. So if you have your Bible, we're going to turn to Psalm 139. Now, that whole psalm really talks about the marvelous attributes and the nature of God. If you want to take a look at the vastness of God, this is a place to go. Go into Psalm 139 and just really camp there. But what we're going to do today is we're only going to look at verses seven to 12. So i want to read it, and then we're going to break it apart. So again, it's Psalm 139, seven to 12. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there, your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness will cover me, and the light about me will be night, even darkness is not night to you. The night is as bright as day, for darkness is as light to you. I, I love the question that's put out there right at the beginning, okay? Right as soon as we dive in with verse 7, where shall I go from your spirit, or where shall I flee from your presence? You see, basically, is there any place that we can hide from God? All right. Now, many of us know that there's not. We know it. But do we really know it? How we find that out is we do a quick dive into our actions and our thought patterns, our belief system. And we might find out that although we know it, we don't believe it. Although we know it, we don't live life that way. Although we know it, we still try to hide from God. We, and why do we try to hide? Well, it could be fear. It could be pride. How about sin, shame or many people struggle with a belief system that they're just not good enough but you know the thing is is we really can't hide and that's what we find as we keep reading So verse 8 says, if I ascend to the heavens you are there and if my if I make my bed in Sheol you are there now think of the expanse that's addressed here that the psalmist is talking about if I extend to the heavens as high as I can go into the very house of the Lord into into heavens itself, or if I go down to Sheol. Now, let me explain a little about it, a bit about Sheol. It's used 65 times in the Old Testament, and it often refers to the earth or the place where the body is, is placed at death, okay? It can also mean the place of departed spirits, good or bad. That was part of the, the meaning in the Old Testament era, but it doesn't necessarily mean hell. But what we're saying here is that God's presence can be found within our lives at the very highest of highs, and the very lowest of lows. Okay, he's not restricted in there. He can go, our, our best day, he's there, and our absolute worst day, he's there. He is right there with us. In other words, God is omnipresent. Now, that word omni, it means all, okay, and the word present, well, that's pretty self-explanatory, all present, means that he's present everywhere, I also want to share just that that word actually is not found in scripture, but the concept, that concept of God being all present is woven everywhere, including, especially in the Psalm. Okay. So omnipresent, He's there's no place we can hide. There's no place too high, too low, too dark, too light. That's what we're talking about. He is always present. He's always with us. He will not leave us or forsake us. He is always right there, whether or not we can see him. Verses nine to 10. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there, your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. Again, the presence of God. Look up in the morning. Look as high as you can, as far as you can, as much into the distance as you can, as high as you can see, as far as you can look, he's still there. And you you can even go down to the deepest part of the ocean, which is called Challenger Deep. You could go all the way down to the bottom of that trench. And he's still there. His presence is still there. In other words, there's nowhere, no place too high or no place too low again that he cannot go. Not only his presence, but also his leading, God's right hand. God's right hand is power language. In many cultures, the honored guest will sit at the right hand of the host. It's also a place, though, of authority. Of course, we're told in quite a number of places in scripture that Jesus is seated at the right hand of God, the father. Okay, now let's go again. Culturally, the one who sits on the throne at the right hand of the king operates with the king's authority. Okay, the right hand guides with power and authority and love, of course, because God is love. So I just I just love that. There's no place so high no, or so low that you can't go where God's not only will his presence be there, but he will lead us. Not only will he lead us, he will lead us with that right hand and it's really important to understand the symbolism and the cultural uh, the cultural impact that there is with that right hand. The power, the authority, the position all that wraps together in some of the attributes of who God is and his faithfulness and his nature, and that he's right there with us. We can't hide from him. We absolutely can't. Um, you know, just a little side note there. If you think about Jonah, who's who we often talk about when we talk about running from God or hiding from God, you know, he tries to, God asks him to do something, tells him to do something. It's a command. He goes the other direction. Gets himself into all sorts of trouble, is eventually thrown overboard, swallowed by a big fish, and God meets him in that belly of the big fish. And he ends up going right back to where he was called to be in the first place. You see, another thing that we need to understand is that when we try to hide from God or run from God, all roads will lead us back to God. There is only one God. There's not many gods. There's one God. But he will use the path that we're on to bring us back, to draw us back to him because he loves us so much. Okay, so there is only one true God. And there's only one way to him, but he will make sure that those paths get us back on that right track because he loves us so much. And he is with us even when we wander, even when we try to hide in the lowest of low places, even when we try to be encompassed by darkness, which is actually the next section verses 11 and 12. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me will be night. Even the darkness isn't dark to you. Even the darkness isn't dark to God. You see, we could be in, in the in the darkest place with not even a little bit of light, but it doesn't hinder God. He's not hindered by darkness. Another thing to understand is that God's vision is not limited. Ours is, and we tend to put those same restrictions on God. You know, we we can only see so much, and with that, we couple what we see to how we interpret it, how we understand it. But you see, God not only can see in all lights, in all situations, but He's also able to re- to perceive reality. He knows what our reality is. He knows that spot that we're in, but he also sees it from heaven's viewpoint. because he's not restricted. So again, not just does he see our situation and our reality, He sees heaven's reality and he sees how He can weave everything together into His plan because nothing is impossible. For God. And he, you know, as, as we stop hiding and come back, he's willing to deal with the pain or the shame or the rebellion or whatever it is that, that took us into hiding that, that, you know, make us afraid to show our face, you know, we go and hide in the basket. Okay because we're trying to hide from God, but he sees anyways, there's nothing. And he also sees what the fear is or what the pride is, what the insecurity is, what the shame is, what the rebellion is, the root of it. And he wants to bring healing to that root because we are created to be in his presence. He sees all and he is not bound by limitations. So in what area of your life are you hiding from God? If there's an area of your life where you've stuck your head like my cat stuck that your head in the basket, or you're like the little child with your hands over your eyes, just thinking, well, he can't see me. I can go on living life like this. It's time to turn from that and say, you know what, God, I ask your forgiveness because I've tried to hide from your spirit. I've tried to flee from your presence, even though I'm designed to be in relationship with you, to experience, to, to have your presence with me. I have gone as high as I can go and, and, you know, tried to hide and as low as I can go and tried to hide. But God, you're still there. You are still there. And so, Lord, I give you permission right now to shine your light into that area where I've been trying to hide. Lord, would you find me? Would you find me, God? And just right now, you can say, Lord, I want you to find me wherever I'm trying to hide from you, whatever area of my life I'm trying to hide from you. No matter how well I think I have it hidden, Lord, would you shine your light? Would you bring revelation truth into that area and expose it? Expose it, God, so that I can grow in my walk with you so that I can soar on the wings of the eagle, so that, so that Lord, so that we can, we can take, be bold for the kingdom of heaven. So father, just come, just come to each one of us, right where we're at right now, Lord, let us feel your presence. We might be shaken. You know, right now, I actually, I could see in my mind's eye, my cat hiding in that, you know, with its head in the basket. And, and really, I mean, he was scared. And yet when I picked him up, all was fine. And you see, you can be really scared. You can be wrapped or covered in that fear and the shame and the insecurity, even in stubbornness or rebellion. But you see, when the Lord picks you up and speaks into that area, all is well. And you'll be able to say all is well with your soul because you know who your God is. He is a good, good God and he is faithful. So with that said, where can you go from God? Nowhere. He's right there. He's right there. So come on back. It's time to stop hiding. It's time to stop running. He is good. He's for you, not against you. You are created for such a time as this. It is time to soar with him. So again, thank you for joining me today. Feel free to visit that website. As I mentioned earlier, ruthhendrickson.org. Just really, you know, really dive into the things of God and who he created you to be. It is so much fun. Your heart will sing. Life will change because you're going to be walking the way he wants you to walk. So it's really, really good. Again, thank you for joining me. Please feel free to share this. Comment on it um, you know, just engage others, engage each other. You can engage me on here. Um, and also, you know, just spread the word, share and spread the word. Just think if everyone stopped hiding from God, what would change? If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.